When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. No. How did this fly get in there? Somebody got a fly swatter? Yeehaw! It was a shot of Prairie Jesus is really what it was. It was. You'd think we, we'd be getting used to it, but it would, we, we never get used to it. We never get tired of good things happen. This life doesn't get old. No. It was a nice little distraction from the real world, and here we are today for a coffee session. This is the Rod Peterson Show. Hi, everybody. Welcome to the RP Show. Yes, indeed. Thank you, Rick Regan, the big voice guy at the RP Show. We're live at Great Eagle Resort and Casino, Calgary's entertainment destination, and we're going to entertain you. That's a guarantee over the next two hours here on Game Plus Television, live streaming, your favorite podcast platform, if that's your thing, and WQEE Radio. In Metro Atlanta, shout out Rhino Radio running the show there. Darren Moose DuPont rejoins. He's traveled safely home from Palm Springs, California. Uh, he's got back in one piece. And Moose, uh, in 30 seconds or less, how was your trip to Southern California and the old people city? <laughs> That's what I was, yeah, it, it was. But you know what? That's my pace, man. I like to just relax, take it slow. I, I get what you say now. You know, it's kind of the Florida thing. When you're out there, the weather is so consistently perfect. Um, so, yeah, it was awesome, but it's also good to be home. Good to hear. Listen, when I say about entertaining you, I, I got a story for you. I don't think I told you this on the phone. Stop me if I did. Yesterday, just after we got off the air, lady comes running up to me here at the Gray Eagle. And you got to come down here just to check it out. But she goes, Rod, Rod. I had no idea who she was. She goes, I'm from Regina, surely. And I've been gambling in here all morning. And I heard your voice all morning. I heard your voice. And I came up here and I saw this. Is this what you're doing now? And I said, what, what, what do you mean this? And she goes, are you entertaining people in bars? How about that? <laughs> yeah, that's, that's one thing. <laughs> yeah. I said, we're also on national television which we're very proud of the game plus television network channel 924 on telus across alberta and bc and the rest of the country on various cable carriers and 31 u.s states but yes i'm just playing my little piano and singing my little songs <laughs> so i just wanted to say shirley was so excited this, i found you here we go awesome uh That's so okay. that happened yesterday <laughs> yeah did we hit the no we don't hit the horn yet we didn't tell you who's coming up Sports mental strength coach Zach Trizak is going to be with us a little later on in hour one. It's a short interview, not a long one, but it's going to be a great one. And I specifically say, if you have any interest in being successful in sports or for that matter, life, and you have a, maybe a young person in your life that could benefit from the mental side of the game, this is what Zach does. He's an NCAA baseball player. He's an original Saskatchewan guy. I'm really looking forward to that chat in hour one. And um, hour two... Clark answered the bell. I said, can we get some Oilers people on because the flames have bitten the dust? Clark answered the bell. And we got Dean Ducky Millard coming up a little later on, the longtime host of the Oilers post-game radio show. So I'm looking forward to that. Now, can you hit the quick... How about that? Well, well, 
just three games in the NHL on Wednesday night, but they were interesting ones here in Calgary. Nikita Zadorov scored a hat trick, and the Calgary Flames ended their season with a 3-1 win over the San Jose Sharks. They call him Bobby Zadorov. Bobby Zadorov, because he likes to go end-to-end on these patented rushes. Last night, he scored thrice, big Russian. And though the game was dog crap, uh, it was boring. Uh, in my mind, Dustin Wolf got the first start of his career in goal for Calgary, got the win, so that was exciting. But the Flames are done for the year. And as I said yesterday, you weren't on the air with me, Moose, but I'm already tired of the speculation. Will they or won't they? But will it is what it is. It'll probably come up today. What's next for the Calgary Flames? But the other thing is, I'm here. Listen, I'm hearing, seeing things from the various media, both locally and nationally, saying things that I know are flat out wrong. I know that they're wrong. So I guess I just sit back and listen to it and say they're the experts, I guess. Uh, but we'll see where it goes. Elsewhere, Wyatt Johnson scored twice. Tyler Sagan had a goal and a helper. And the Dallas Stars beat the St. Louis Blues 5-2 to take the Central Division lead. How about this one, Moose? I was reading the NHL PR game notes today. Dallas, Vegas, uh, sorry, Dallas, Colorado, and Minnesota have all been in first place in the Central Division since April 1st. All three of them. What a race. And the Islanders beat Montreal 4-2 to claim. Did you have any takeaways from the National Hockey League's um, third last night of play? Yeah, it was awesome. When I found out that Dustin Wolf was going to get called up for the start, actually, to be honest, I got a little nervous. I'm like, the Wranglers are doing well. Ooh. He's doing great. Do you want to put him up in the show right now and shatter his confidence, you know, with this team in front of him that hasn't been playing very well? This could be a, a, a tough spot for him. But he stepped up, played really well, was the game's first star. And he's now planted, I'm sure, the question in, in the Flames fan base of maybe he should be the number one guy next year and, get the, and earn it. Uh, we'll see what he does in the American Hockey League playoffs. And then with the Islanders beating Montreal, I had my eyes on that one a little bit too. The, the, beating Montreal, the, the Canadians made it interesting, you know, kind of at the end of that second period, into the third. But, you know, I know we're, we'll talk about the Pittsburgh thing, but for the Islanders to clinch, that was, uh, that was good for them last night. Oh, do you still have me? You do. Okay. I don't know if it, yeah. what, it was a internet glitch on my end or yours. Hey, well, this is the most interactive program on television, radio, and streaming. And I just want to tell you that Jeff, the hotelier to the stars, the hotel magnate, as you know, has written. He says, hey, Rod, I'm happy to be watching your show from Weimar Lake, Minnesota. You and Serena should join me for a week at the lake this summer. Approved. Let's do it. Up See, Moose, you and I used to get like invited it. to these things. Not anymore. I'm here for it. Thank you, Jeff. <laughs> Hope you're enjoying the show. Now, uh, I'll have to check. I'll check. I can only speak for 50% of that uh, answer. Poll question today for our friends at Key Auto Group. Key Chevrolet Buick GMC is celebrating its springtastic event with 3.49% financing up to 60 months for the 2023 Buick Envision. Conditions apply. Go to keyshev.com for more details. This actually came up yesterday, was teased by our co-host, Jock Wilson from QR Radio Calgary. He said, should the NHL adopt the NBA's play-in format? Uh, I'm a yes, but I just checked the Twitter results of this poll question for Key Auto Group, Darren, and 
over 80%, 82%, in fact, are saying, no, the NHL should not adopt the play-in. I, I don't know why it is, Darren, that I always look at things differently than everybody else. I guess that's why so many people argue with me, right? Because uh, <laughs> I think they should. I think more teams interested down the home stretch, more home dates, make more money. Uh, what's not to like? I think it's people just fear change more than anything else. That's what it is. But I shouldn't speak for you. Are you voting yes or no on should the NHL adopt the NBA's play-in format? I'm going back and forth on this so much, Rod. When they had the, the lockout and the, and the bubble and they had the expanded playoff, I loved it. And I was in favor of it. And I thought, we should keep this. But the NHL playoffs are long enough as it is. And now I think about it. I'm like, no. When, when we had you know, the Oilers as an eight seed making their way and the Flames doing their thing, I think that, you know, there's something to be said there about, you know, giving, the, giving them a chance is to be in the playoffs. They earned it through the regular season. Um, and I like the playoff format the way it is. I, I think I'm going to vote no now. I've shifted. I've come around on this. And uh, I, I'm a, I like where it is right now. Well, it's a fun debate. I'm not sure there is a right or wrong answer. And I'm going to get to what happened with the Raptors in the NBA play-in game last night in a second. But I'm not done yet with hockey because it is... Canada, after all, and there's a big to-do being made about the fact that Pittsburgh Penguins and Washington Capitals aren't going to be making the playoffs. Now, on Calgary Radio today, it was all about, will Brad Tree Living come back as GM or Daryl Sutter? And I'm like, tired of it? I know a lot of people aren't, but I am. So I switched over to NHL Network. Well, my guys, Mike Johnson and Scott Laughlin, were talking about this lustily. And Mike Johnson of TSN, co-host that great show with uh, Scott Laughlin, said, uh, what, do you, what do you expect out of the Penguins? I think it's been, is it 15 years in the playoffs, the longest playoff run in the four major leagues, three Stanley Cup wins in that time? Are they not allowed a year of missing the playoffs? Does it say that something's wrong? And I'm just sitting here from a fan and an outsider's perspective going, I'd like to see some new teams in the playoffs. I'm down with it. I don't have a problem with it at all. Why are, again, people don't like change, I guess. Yeah, I think that's the case. For me, you know, it's, it's more of a, a sentimental thing. You know, it's sad that Crosby and Malkin and Latang and the Pittsburgh Penguins won't be in the playoffs <sighs> because when they're in, they're always entertaining. There's always a chance. They've got some great rivalries, whether it's with the Devils or the, or the uh, Rangers, you know, in, in the Eastern Conference. I think it would have been fun, but you know what? You're right. Like to go to go back in time and say, "Look, this is the only time they missed the playoffs," and you said 15 years. It is good for hockey that there's some new teams in the playoffs right now. And you know what? This might make the Penguins hungrier in the off season, and I'm sure they'll come back strong. But you know, more than anything, it shows the parity right now that exists in hockey. There's so much of it. I just don't understand. And it's not even really complaining per se. I just, it's going to be weird that these guys are. Yeah. Same person. I'm sick of seeing the Patriots in a Super Bowl. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> or the Calgary Stampeders in the Grey Cup. Like, Mike, what, what do you want? By the way, our NHL top five, bottom five are coming up a little later on. I. We promoted we were going to do it yesterday, Moose, but you weren't here for the program yesterday, and I wanted to do it with you uh, today. Yeah. It'll be a little later on 
But some of the new teams in the Stanley Cup playoffs include the New Jersey Devils, who have been awful forever. The Rangers went to the conference final last year, but they're young. They're going to be in the playoffs for a long time moving forward, as you know. Uh, Seattle Kraken. Now we're talking about the Western Conference here. Is that not exciting? To be honest, I'm a little tired. I'm a little tired of Sid and Ovi. So I guess people, I guess I take too much to heart when I hear people whining on social media, but I think it's a good thing. And by the way, I got really good friends that work for both teams, specifically Washington. They've both won Stanley Cups, so it's not like they're sitting there chasing a ring either. Okay? Both the Penguins and the Capitals. So just enjoy the hockey. Quit your bitching. Moving on, NBA Moose, because we're the big NBA experts. Fred Van Bleet says it's going to take him at least two weeks to process the season-ending loss his Raptors suffered Wednesday night. Toronto went up big in the first half, but Zach Levine and the Chicago Bulls clawed their way back and took the game 109-105. One game showdown play-in. Fred Van Vliet had 26 points, 12 rebounds. So a moment on that. I was watching the Blue Jays and the Tigers. I didn't go to the Flames game. I was okay to take a night off. It's going to be a big weekend. i got to put a lot of miles on this weekend. I was just happy to put my feet up. And I'm like, what am I watching the Blue Jays for? I've got about 150 more of these, and the Raptors are in a one-game showdown in the playoffs. I'm no NBA ex expert, but I like the action. I like the drama. And they had a big lead when I flipped it over. And then it was literal panic from the broadcasters, Matt Devlin and Jack Armstrong, when they realized the lead was evaporating. The Bulls were taking it over. They choked them right off. The story I know was uh, DeMar DeRozan's daughter. That was the biggest story coming out of that. And we could chat about that if you want. But at the end of the game, I think it was Matt Devlin who said, the Raptors were walking off the court, absolutely dejected. He goes, I don't like this play-in format, but you can't argue with the drama that it's created. Have I got you back voting yes again? That was awesome <laughs> last night in Scotiabank Arena. You know, save for the result. Look, I was in airports traveling yesterday, but I was, you know, on a layover during this game. And there was pockets of people around every TV watching it, trying to find out what was going on, yes. trying to get the updates. Who would right, that? It does. It creates, creates a ton of drama. And I'm following, getting the update. Oh, a halftime riders are uh, riders. The Raptors are up. <laughs> away we go. I'm like, that's great. And I'm tuning in on the second half, and I'm watching that lead just go away. And I'm just, I, I got into it. You know, I told you yesterday I was at a five, or a couple days ago, I was at a five for excitement level. But as that game got in the second half, I was probably an eight. I'm like ready for a Raptors run. And they blew it. So you're right. It is very exciting, the play-in format. And unfortunately for the Raptors, not their night. So again, why don't we want the play-in format? Because people don't like change. Okay. By the way, I have no problem going back and forth with our guy, Jeff, in Weimar Lake, Minnesota. He says, really exciting for new teams in the playoffs. It pains me my caps. It pains me my caps are out. And it's going to cost me a pizza. But it's going to be the most exciting playoffs in years. We bet a tower pizza on my Florida Panthers and uh, his Washington Capitals. And you know how that turned out. How about that? By the way, the Raptors weren't the only team last night on the court. Oklahoma City kept its season alive with a 123-118 win over the New Orleans Pelicans. Hamilton's Shea Gilgis-Alexander led the Thunder with 32 points. 
It eliminated the Pelicans, and now the Thunder advanced to play Minnesota on Friday night. The winner will claim the eight seed in the NBA playoffs. So we'll just keep rolling here in the time we have before the break. The Toronto Blue Jays have posted wins in seven of their last eight games after rallying to edge the Detroit Tigers 4-3. George Springer drove in Danny Jansen with a winning run in the 10th inning. We're following along now with the Blue Jays' storylines because we follow the Blue Jays when they're winning. Chris Bassett goes to the mound tonight for the Jays as they look to sweep the series. Righty Spencer Turnbull is expected to get the start for Detroit. Whether you say it was the worst Blue Jays debut ever or not, when Bassett gave up four home runs in his Blue Jays debut at St. Louis, that was the most home runs ever given up by a Blue Jay in his team debut. So we'll see what he does tonight. That's the storyline. What's Bassett do tonight? So trust me, when we're into it, we can be into it. When we come back, we'll continue with uh, more hockey. Dub Hub, World Women's Hockey quarterfinals. Uh, the playoffs begin today. We're going to look at these Stanley Cup pairings and whatever randoms. Sports mental coach Zach Kryzak coming up and Dean Millard as well, the longtime orders radio host from Edmonton. We're live from Gray Eagle Resort and Casino in Calgary on the Game Plus Television Network, streaming, and WQEE, the Fringe Radio Network. Head to YouTube.com slash The Rod Peterson Show now. You gotta subscribe. Click the subscribe button for all the content you may have missed. PlayNow.com is Saskatchewan's only legal gambling site. A site with hundreds of slot games. Your favorite live table games and the PlayNow Sportsbook. Head over to www.playnow.com slash rpshow to claim your $50 casino reward. That's www.playnow.com slash rpshow for your $50 casino reward. PlayNow.com 19 plus. Use your game sense. RP show continues live from Great Eagle Resort and Casino, Calgary's entertainment destination. By the way, a hockey note, how you can help out SJHL fans. Get your tickets now for the SJHL raffle. That is the Saskatchewan Junior Hockey League. And it's your chance to win a brand new Polaris side-by-side. Tickets are available now at the website sjhlraffle.ca. They're on sale until April 23rd. One for $25, three for $60, or 10 for 100 All proceeds from the raffle support the SJHL and its member teams. If I said it too fast, it's sjhlraffle.ca. Don't wait. Get your tickets today. Darren Moose DuPont joins us. Yeah, from the NHL's Bermuda Triangle. Just some more points here. Canada is back in action at the Women's World Hockey Championship tonight, taking on Sweden in a quarterfinal. They were perfect in the preliminary round, winning all four matchups. And uh, the other thing I wanted to mention is the WHL second round of the Eastern Conference playoffs to get rolling Friday. Saskatoon at Red Deer game one, Moose Jaw at Winnipeg game one. We're not going to talk about that now. I know it doesn't pertain to the national audience, but later on, if people want to chime in with their thoughts and questions on that, I got time for it. But it's interesting here from the text line, 902-518-3033. Uh, Wilf. Watches us every day in Steinbeck, Manitoba. 
He's texted in and says, Hi, Rod and Moose. The NHL playoffs at 16 teams is good, but the format needs to change. One versus 16, etc. Um, it's a coffee discussion. Darren's drank a gallon already, as you can see. I got mine going. Look at the excitement that we've had over the last, what, six to eight weeks in the National Hockey League. Me and my guy, Jeff, who's in Weimar Lake, Minnesota right now, going back and forth on who's going to get in, who's not. Darren, this morning, NHL PR website, the game notes, tonight's penultimate night of the NHL's regular season. I'm immediately Googling, what's penultimate mean? It's next to last. We have two nights left in the regular season, Darren, and only one playoff pairing is set, Toronto-Tampa. Please tell me why anybody would think this format needs to change. I know. It is incredibly exciting. You know, I think, you know, the thought about getting rid of the, the divisional matchups and trying to create, you know, when you're one or two in the conference, if you're all from the same division, um, moving down. But no, it is so exciting right now. And I've thought a lot about how I would change the schedule if I could. One thought is, you know, can, can you flex games? Like coaches have always said, two points at the beginning of the year matter just as much as two points at the end of the year. But what if they didn't? Like, what if we all didn't play the same schedule? What if at game 75, we created a new schedule that, for example, in the West, would have made Winnipeg, Nashville, and Calgary play each other a few more times? And Edmonton and L.A. and Vegas play each other a few more times to really go head-to-head with the teams you're battling. That could be really interesting. But at, at the same time, do we really need to change it? Because as you said, we're here right at the end, and all the games matter anyways. So is there really a problem that needs to be fixed? I don't know if there is. Now, what's funny about that is Wilf is in Steinbeck, Manitoba. He is, I'm certain, a Winnipeg Jets fan. And as usually it's the teams who's, uh, it's the fans of their team miss the playoffs. They want to see a format change. <laughs> you know what yeah. I mean? But here's a Jets fan. His team got in, and he still wants to see a change. Uh, where's the kid? Trevor in Winnipeg writes that he says, who's the biggest underdog in these Stanley Cup playoffs? The Jets. This is another very good point this morning that I was listening on NHL radio with Scott Laughlin and Mike Johnson. It's, we can sit here and say, and you saw fans say, who cares if the Jets or Flames get in? They're just going to lose anyways. I'm in round one. I'm seeing a few fans of the Florida Panthers saying the same thing. Why I listen to what people say is, a, is the biggest question. But what Mike Johnson was saying was just getting into the playoffs is a massive uh, for a franchise. Not too big of one. But for the, any fan of the Winnipeg Jets to say, oh, we're going up against Vegas, we're going to get steamrolled. That's dumb. Because it is a brand new season. And, and, and I guess, Darren, here's, here's the thing. Here's your round one as it stands today. Subject to change. You tell me what you think out of this will be the upset, okay? Of the eight series. Boston, Florida. Interesting. I, Just say yes or no. I could see Florida upsetting Boston. But if I'm so betting, That's two of us. Yeah. How about that? Eh. We got hung up on it. I'm, obviously, I'm taking Florida to win because that's my team. Toronto, Tampa, you're taking the Leafs to win. And by the way, they're the, they're right. the higher-seeded team. So 
Carolina Islanders. Who Carolina. do you like? They're going to the cup. Probably. Stop it. New Jersey Devils, New York Rangers. Subway Series. How awesome would that be? That's going to be Rangers so winning that good. one a lot. Yeah, I Rangers got the Rangers winning that one. in that one. Yeah. The Dallas Stars and the Seattle Kraken. Four games. Dallas. No? Seattle's my biggest underdog in the whole playoffs. That was the question that came in. I think Seattle's the underdog. Even though they're not points-wise, I'll take Seattle. You uh, actually have a Seattle Kraken tracksuit, so yeah. I do. Colorado, Minnesota. That's a war. How many games? Yeah. Six. Six games, he says. The man from Winter Sense. Six games. Colorado? Yeah. Yeah. You? Yeah. Uh, Vegas, Winnipeg. I got Vegas will win that one. Sorry, Winnipeg. I'll take the Jets. I don't think they're an underdog because... It wasn't, I mean, it feels like a year ago, but it wasn't that long ago. They were first in the Western Conference. They've got a talented team. Uh, the Edmonton Oilers and the Los Angeles Kings went seven last year. What are we thinking this year? Yeah, I, I like Edmonton too much. It might be over in four or five. Wow. Uh, again, Dean Ducky Millard joining us next hour, the longtime host of Oilers pre and post game on TSN 1260 Edmonton. Uh, regarding this format change, Wilf, you got to tell me, you're still watching on Game Plus TV right now on your Bell MTS cable. Why do you think the playoff format needs to change? Like Ryan's watching in Toronto. He says, if it ain't broke, don't fix it. This is exciting. Jason and Red Deer says, we don't need a format change. Teams had a chance to make it. If they didn't, tough nuts. That's the exact thing. Calgary Flames, we talking about you. Uh, Chad in Winnipeg says, the Blue Bombers post operating profit of $4.9 million in 2022. That was announced this morning by the Blue. And we'll, I should tease tomorrow's show, since we're sitting here, uh, Jay McNeil will be with us, the Calgary Stampeders president of business operations and longtime Stampeders offensive lineman out of Kent State. So as we are in the doldrums of the CFL offseason, we're not going to talk about it today, but we are going to be talking about it tomorrow. That, with the Bombers making all that money and the... Um, and the uh, Calgary Stampeders, by the way, offering tickets for as low as $15 per ticket. I've seen billboards in this town, whatever street it's on. I was driving home from the saddle on the other night. It's a huge billboard. I want to say three and eh, two stories high, probably, Darren. Stampeders tickets starting at $15. What do you think about that? I think it's great. Hey, you know, Jill loves it. Jill loves it. How about you? Yeah. They all love it. Yeah. <laughs> As a business Go guy, ahead. I know what that means. I know that means the worst seat in the house start starting at, right? And it goes up from there. But that gets people in. And you know what? I saw this with um, the Tennessee Titans. They had a flex season ticket for the NFL starting at, this was a few years ago, when they were trying to get ticket sales up, starting at like 400 bucks a seat. And I'm like, that's incredible. Now, you didn't have the same seat all year, and it was to fill empty seats. And if there happened to be a sellout that game, you weren't guaranteed a seat. 
But it was it's creative ways to get people into the stadium. And I like that. If Calgary's going to go cheap and get some people in, really cool. That allows students to come to your games. It allows families a better opportunity to come. I, I like it. Yeah, uh, so cheap tickets is one thing, and then the next is giving them a reason to come to the games. Because people don't understand outside certain markets like Saskatchewan and Winnipeg, there's not a lot of talk about the CFL teams in those major markets. Uh, so getting those players out, getting them visible into the community, they're doing it right. We're going to talk about that with Jay McNeil tomorrow. Sean in Vancouver is watching on Game Plus Television. Regarding the Raptors game last night, he says, DeMar DeRozan's daughter screaming, help the Bulls win. That was so loud. We kept saying, who's constantly screaming during the free throws? If you were watching at an airport, I don't know if they, they have the sound on the television. You said everybody was crowded around the... No, they didn't. So you didn't see that. No. Um, by the time I turned the game on, they had figured out who the little girl was that was screaming. And they were putting the camera on her. It was DeMar DeRozan's daughter, which ironically, I wonder if she wasn't born in Toronto. Like, I understand her dad is playing for the Bulls. But statistically, he's the greatest Raptor ever. And it's funny because some of our longtime viewers, they're like, Rod, you say you don't follow the NBA, but you know all the history and stuff. I didn't say I didn't like it. I didn't say I find it interesting. It's not something I'm going to watch 82 games out of the year. But last night while watching this, and I'm watching DeMar DeRozan lead the bull along with Zach Levine to this win, and I, I'm Googling who is the best Raptor of all time. Statistically, it's DeMar DeRozan. Look it up. Single game points, single season points, you name it. Nobody can decide who the best Raptor is, by the way, of all time. There's a TSN article that says it's um, Kyle Lowry. Another one says it's Vince Carter. Another one had Kawhi Leonard as the number two all-time Raptor. I'm like, he was only there one year. And let's remember that DeMar DeRozan went in the trade for Kawhi Leonard. It's a wonderful discussion, but consider this for a second. The team's been there since, what, 95? And there's no definitive answer. Who is the greatest ever? What does that say? It says there has you haven't had a real a great of, history. Yeah, real great history. It, I mean, it does say you had some, you know, a few good players through the organization, though, some great ones, that there is a debate. At least they're not searching for names. At least they can come up with three or four names that are in the conversation. That's a, that's a better thing. That's, yes, that's a good point. Uh, and I forgot, I think the TSN article was Kyle Lowry. Like, if you go and Google right now, greatest Raptor of all time, you'll get five articles pop up and five different greatest Raptors of all time. <laughs> yeah. So as you say, and, and you could make a case for all of them. As I sit here today, probably I would say Vince Carter, Air Canada, but the team was junk his whole time. Is that his fault? No. Who's the greatest LA King of all time? Marcel Dion didn't win squat. Dan, Marie, Dan Marino of the NHL. At least I think he is. Some will say Wayne. Some, and then some are going to say Dustin Brown. And, right? Because the teams that actually right. did win a Stanley Cup. It's a very wonderful discussion. By the way, I think next hour, Moose, when uh, you come back, I want to talk yeah. about this. People like promotions. Promotions in sports. Colin in Ottawa says, guaranteed win night 
is a great promo that the Elks president, Victor Kui, came up with and implemented. He didn't come up with that. Kevin Gallant came up with it with the Regina Pats in the 80s. He's the first. I am sure Kevin stole it from somebody, too. But Skulski out there with the BC Lions, he did it and fell flat on his face. Um, but you see the Rough Riders came out with their list of themed nights for this upcoming season, 10 of them in the CFL. I want to talk about what the most memorable ones are for you. There was one Major League Baseball team that had battery night. They were handing out batteries at the front door of the stadium. That was smart. Fans were throwing them at the players. What are your favorite all-time promotions? Like the country night, First Nations night, the cultural night, yep. the 80s night. They're all, those are all good. But what are the ones that are somewhat regrettable but very memorable? Let's talk about that in hour two. But Zach Kreisek joins us next. Think about it, Moose. We'll see you in about it. 25 minutes. We're live from Great Eagle Resort and Casino on the Satina Nation on the Game Plus Television Network, YouTube, and WQEE, the Fringe Radio Network. Head to YouTube.com slash The Rod Peterson Show now. You gotta subscribe. Click the subscribe button for all the content you may have missed. Are you tired of overspending on your purchases? Say hello to local deals available on the MySask411 app, which brings you amazing deals and offers right at your fingertips. With a few taps, you can save big on your next shopping spree, from dining to clothing. MySask411 has discounts for all your needs. Download the MySask411 app and start saving today. It's the RP Show live from Calgary's entertainment destination, the Great Eagle Resort and Casino. And by the way, everybody, our poll question today for Key Auto Group. Get a new or pre-owned vehicle that fits you at Key Auto Group. They'll treat you right every time, and it's all just a click away at keyautogroup.ca. Do you think the NHL should adopt the NBA's play-in format? I'm down as a yes. The Moose is down as a no. What are you down as? Uh, well, 79% of you saying, no, they shouldn't adopt that. That's stupid. We'll continue that discussion throughout the program. Zach Kreisak is a sports mental coach, and I was on his podcast last week, The Grind Performance, and he joins us today. Zach, appreciate the time, man, and uh, we don't have a lot of time today for what's a big topic, but in a minute or less, can you just tell our viewers and listeners your story and how you got into this mental strength coaching game? Yeah, for sure. Thanks for having me, Rod, first off. Um, so growing up, I was a multi-sport athlete, competing in a wide variety of sports, would eventually go on to compete as a college baseball player. Um, and along that journey, you know, I just realized how many of the different challenges you're faced along that way. Um, so just trying to manage, you know, the athletic schedule, the academic schedule along the way, and just realizing, you know, how many other athletes, including myself, uh, were dealing with mental health issues and challenges along that journey. Um, so, you know, after competing as a college baseball player, returning home, I wanted to create a resource, a brand, um, and a business in helping other athletes with the mental aspect of their game and performance so that they could achieve their highest potential, whether that be in their sports, studies, or life itself. 
Well, I was on good job, by the way, on that. And I and congratulations on your success in the field and doing it because it's so important. And I was on your podcast last week and I'm like, we'd never met. I'm like, this kid knows what he's talking about. And I work in this field on the recovery side, mental health and substance abuse with athletes, but not just athletes. You are dealing with young athletes. What is it that parents don't know about this field that they should know for their for their kids? Well, like we were kind of chatting about uh, last week on the podcast, you know, we were mentioning just the intangibles. So mental health, especially is one of those things that you can't really see, right? So on the physical side of things, you can see mm. if someone's strong, fit and shape. Um, but on the mental health side of things, it's very difficult. So from that parent standpoint, um, you know, it's just really addressing it and becoming aware of it and being able to talk about it, um, especially, you know, as a young athlete, being able to be open and talk about our struggles because along the journey you know whatever sport it may be life itself um it's going to be challenges you're going to face that pain adversity along the way but being able to be open you know address it and being able to find the solutions um whether it be through coaching you know resources whatever it may be and be able to move forward and see the results you truly desire wow well you asked me a question i've thought about a lot since and it is with all the people that i work with is there one common trait in all of them? And there is, but that's my story. I'm going to flip that back on you. Of all the young people you're dealing with in mental strength, for the ones that are successful, is there one common trait that you've found in all of them? You know, when I really think about it, just what separates the elite from the average is one thing, and that's their mindset. Um, especially as you get to those higher levels of competition, whether it be in sports, you know, studies, just life itself is having that mental piece is so critical for success. That's what's gonna allow you to navigate all those challenges, the failures, those setbacks that you're gonna face along the way. Um, and if you have that elite mindset, you're able to get the results you want. You're able to find solutions to all the problems. And it becomes a lot easier along that journey rather than staying stuck, you know, getting into that negative headspace and that mindset um, over the long term. Well, yeah, and the interesting thing what that is that people don't understand uh, is that your mind is a muscle and it needs to be exercised. It needs to be improved and you can do it. You've read all the books. You've read the same ones I have and probably 10 times more. Uh, so let me ask, I mean, it sounds great for us to sit and talk about it, uh, but you got to put the plan into work. Where would somebody start right now if they thought this sounds like something I'd like to do? Where do you, where do you begin? Because that stumps a lot of people. Yeah, for sure. No, that's a great question. And again, it's never been easier in this day and age, especially with, um, you know, social media, just the online world is there's resources everywhere. You know, that's the great thing is you can essentially learn from some of the top minds in the world. Um, you know, guys, I look up to guys I like reading about learning from Tony Robbins, Bob Proctor, um, Brian Kane, for example, in this space, and being able to learn directly from them is a great resource. So, you know, just being able to go online, um, type in, this stuff and just being able to find those resources. But on the other side of things, you know, finding a coach or someone that can really help you, um, especially on that mental side of things, because, you know, most athletes only focus on the physical side of things. But again, it doesn't matter how talented, fast, strong you are. If you can't handle those pressures at the higher levels, it's going to be very difficult to get the results you want over the long term. What's a typical day or week like for you? I mean, people see what I'm doing every day on the air but they wouldn't see what a guy like you would do. Like when you're coaching and it's, with you, I believe it's primarily young people, certainly younger people that I'm dealing with. What's a, what's your process like? 
Yeah, you know, it kind of changes day to day, week to week. Uh, my biggest thing is just staying consistent with what I'm doing. You know, so showing up no matter how I feel, putting in the work I need to, whether that be on the business side of things, which I also enjoy, you know, creating the grind performance, building that, um, but also the coaching side of things. So, you know, whether that just be going to local events, um, you know, being able to support athletes in any way I can and helping them on that side of things is huge. So a lot of our coaching sessions um, and our programs, we help athletes worldwide um, through our online platform, app and community. So being able to interact with athletes, you know, on our coaching calls each week, being able to help them within the community um, and interact with them and helping them develop those mental skills strategies so that they can, you know, see the success they want, uh, whether it be in their sports or off the field. Well, and as you know, Zach, I'm smiling because so many things are coming to my mind and we're almost out of time here, but a big thing is not listening to what others say, ignoring the criticism. I'm sure that's a big part of uh, your work in coaching people and yourself. For instance, uh, T. Will in Winnipeg says, yeah, I'm not taking any advice from Tony Robbins. Sorry. But Swerve here in Calgary says Tony Robbins made a lot of loot just by saying, you can do it. Tony Robbins saved Kelly Rudy's career in 1993. Kelly's told me about it. But do you think Tony Robbins cares what this guy in Winnipeg thinks? No. So that's the big one. Maybe we should end that. Not listening to people is a big one, Zach. 100% Rod, I agree with you. You know, everyone has an opinion. Everyone's going to say something. Um, but it's just finding the, the people in alignment with what you want, um, you know, that are going to help push you forward, help you grow. Um, and get the results you want over the long term. So especially, you know, not going too deep into it, uh, but with the younger crowd, you know, social media, it's never been easier to get into those negative headspaces, loops, and all that kind of stuff. So being able to, you know, have a mentor to support you or just uh, that positive support system. And yeah, who cares what anyone else says? Just do what's, uh, you know, what's right and keep moving forward. Yeah, well, to our audience, I would not have Zach on if I didn't believe in him and know that he knows what he's talking about. So let's end on this. Where can they get a hold of you, Zach? Yeah, so you can check out all our stuff on almost all social media platforms at The Grind Performance, or you can check out and find some more information on our website, thegrindperformance.com. Good stuff, man. Keep in touch. Thanks for the time today. Will do. Thanks a lot, Rod. All right, Zach, mental strength coach in sports, which extrapolates to life very easily or transfers to life. We're going to uh, take a time out and we'll get back into that topic that we just started before we brought Zach on. Your favorite all-time sports promotions, both good and bad. And are they really even necessary at all? We'll be right back to Gray Eagle Resort and Casino after this time out on the Game Plus Television Network, your favorite podcast platform, and WQEE, the Fringe Radio Network. Have you subscribed to the Rod Peterson Show YouTube channel yet? Head to youtube.com slash the Rod Peterson Show now. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. 
This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Playnow.com is Saskatchewan's only legal gambling site. A site with hundreds of slot games, your favorite live table games, and the Playnow Sportsbook. Head over to www.playnow.com slash rpshow to claim your $50 casino reward. That's www.playnow.com slash rpshow for your $50 casino reward. Playnow.com 19 plus, use your game sense. Can you believe it snowed again? <laughs> There's a look at Grey Eagle Resort and Casino. It's the spring that won't end, or won't start. The winter that won't end. I'll get to your comments in a moment. I think we're going to have a lot of fun pushing it into, carrying it over into hour two. What's your best and worst all-time sports promotions? Got a lot of people talking. Uh, sports update on this Thursday. Six Canadian teams are in action on the second to last night of the NHL season, as they call it the penultimate night of the regular season. I had to go literally to the dictionary to look it up. The Edmonton Oilers can claim first in the Pacific. How about that? With a win over San Jose, combined with a Vegas loss to Seattle. Elsewhere, the Winnipeg Jets visit Colorado. The Toronto Maple Leafs face the Rangers in New York. The Sens close up their season in Buffalo. The Montreal Canadiens host the Boston Bruins and the Vancouver Canucks wrap up their campaign in Arizona. I'm laughing because the biggest Montreal Canadiens fan I know, Bob Marier, was blowing up my phone today about how much the Leafs suck, how they're going to be bad forever. I'm like, at least they're in the playoffs, Bob. Zip it. The Toronto Blue Jays go for the sweep as they host the Detroit Tigers in the final game of a three-game series. Chris Bassett going for Toronto tonight, while Spencer Turnbull gets the start for Detroit. The Tampa Bay Rays can tie a major league record this afternoon with a win in Boston. The Rays have won 12 straight to start the season. The record's 13, shared by the 87 Brewers and the 82 Atlanta Braves. The sports update is for Landmark Cinemas. Enter to win a movie night out at Landmark Cinemas. For movie lovers only, all you got to do is text MOVIE now to 902-518-3033. Winners will be picked every Friday to enjoy a movie night, courtesy Landmark Cinemas and the RP Show. Great folks over there at Landmark Cinemas, by the way. Have you noticed, guys? They're sharing our stuff, liking our stuff, and we doing the same. By the way, in theaters now, the Super Mario Brothers movie. While working underground to fix a water main, Brooklyn plumbers Mario and Brother Luigi are transported down a mysterious pipe and wander into a magical new world. But when the brothers are separated, Mario embarks on an epic quest to find Luigi. Starring Chris Pratt and Charlie Day, the Super Mario Brothers movie is in theaters now. What do you got? 90 seconds. Okay, Rose is watching in Edmonton. She's talking about the Stampeders. I'm trying to put back to where we were 20 minutes ago. Uh, Darren was saying... 
$15 tickets for Stampeders games will be for the worst seats in the house. But at least they're getting them in. Rose in Edmonton writes in and she says, Darren, every seat in that stadium is the worst seat in the house. You got a sound effect for that one, boys? How about that? How about that? Spicy! Thank you. Last minute of play in hour one. Glenn in Regina, Glenn with two N's writes, and he says the worst promotion was the Disco Sucks Night circa 1979 or 80 in either Cleveland or Cincinnati or Chicago. A riot happened, blew a hole in the playing field, and the game was postponed. Uh, Brian Youngson is watching and boasts your Manitoba, same thing. He says uh, Disco Demolition Night at Comiskey Park in Chicago, 1979. What a riot. And by the way, Wilf and Steinbeck, regarding the change in the playoff format, he goes, it should be 1-16. One, one to 16. Better teams would advance in theory. Toronto or Tampa is going to be out in round one. We'll talk about it all after this brief pause here on Game Plus and WQEE. Head to YouTube.com slash The Rod Peterson Show now. You gotta subscribe. Click the subscribe button for all the content you may have missed.